What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's Tuesday afternoon. It's time to hear from Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell. He tells us a little bit about what he saw from his run game on Saturday after Jarrell Brock left the game after the opening series. Talks about what he sees from Kansas State quarterback Adrian Martinez and from that entire Kansas State offense, as well as the Wildcat defense, which has been playing at a really high level here so far this season uh, and many and much more here on this week's uh, press conference podcast on Cyclone Fanatic. Let's hear from the headband himself right now. I guess this is a roundabout way of, of getting an update on Jirel, but but is he that important for the for the rushing game or was Saturday a, a pro- also a product of game situations? Well, he, I think the, I think yes. I mean, obviously what you've seen from Jirel early in the season is, man, he's been really good. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job running the football for our football team. Um, you know, not only is he was he dinged up, you, Cartavius is dinged up, who, you know, we felt very strong about, and I, I thought obviously those two guys not being in does have some effect on the game. Now, you know, that being said, we certainly have belief and you know, the rest of our running backs in our, our football program. And I thought those guys did some positive things for us in the game on Saturday. Again, I would go to game flow. And I know, you know, that was a was a great question asked last week is, you know, I think maybe after the Baylor game is, you know, when you are in a situation and, man, we're down two scores, you're, you're trying to get yourself back in the football game a little bit. And so I think the flow kind of goes against the grain of, of where we need to play and where we would want to play. Um, you know, whether we can be better or the flow of the game can be better, those are all things that we got to continue to do a great job of. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think the, the biggest piece of the question you asked is, man, do you miss Jairo Brock? And, you know, you, after what you saw in the first three games of the season and really the first four games of the season, you'd say, yeah, you missed him a little bit on Saturday. But but, uh, you know, again, I thought Deion Silas played the best game of his career. Um, you know, really proud of what he did and certainly what he can continue to do for us. Eli Sanders got in the game. And, man, you're going to need depth, and especially at that position. So um, now, that being said, where are those guys at? I, I think we'll know a lot more as we get on the practice field today and tomorrow. You know, we would certainly love to have any of those guys available for us. And, you know, I think those guys are closer than farther away. But until we can get through tomorrow's practice, today and tomorrow's practice. I think it'd be hard to give you an exact answer on that. Let me ask one more thing in, in respect to the rushing game. Is the offensive line giving you what you'd expect the offensive line should give you? Boy, you know, I think they played phenomenal at times, uh, you know, through the early part of the season. And again, you know, you're, you're, you're putting those guys in who gets challenged the most. I think when you get into a game that, you know, one of their strengths is it's probably taken away at times, and, and that's the ability to, to consistently run the football. And so, you know, I, I think they have, you know, they have played good. I think there's certainly growth that can continue to happen. Um, I'm really proud of what that group has tried to do to steady the ship, um, you know, and, and again, I, I think they're globally offensively, you know, we've been a hair off at times and we, we need to be a hair on to be better. Um, so, you know, that's not just one group or one unit. I think that's the global whole and, and a little bit of it is the, the, the way the game has flowed the last two weeks, you know, probably has not been the way we would want to play the game um, that's best for us. When it comes to the running game, when you're talking about game flow, I guess within a certain game, at what is there a point where that becomes a wider picture 
question mark of if you can't get into the flow, does your running game get backed up, especially, I guess, with these injuries now, too, where it's not going to be where you want it to be here as we get into middle of October? No, I mean, it's got to get there if we're going to be the team we want to be. Um, so we're going to keep pounding away at it, and we're going to keep finding solutions, um, you know, and, and we got to keep doing a great job of trying to get the game because, again, when you're talking game flow, that's a global hole, right? That's not just one side of the ball, and I, I think last week it was significantly different why that game flow was that way. Um, and then this past week, you know, I think it, it was certainly got to a way um, and a lot of that's still self-inflicted which is which is great for us because to me when it's self-inflicted man there's great growth ahead and great growth opportunities ahead of us so um, you know that that's what I would say are we man are we just gonna bag who we are or what we're about like absolutely not and and I think again we've got two good of players um, you know we just got to continue to grow in some areas and continue to push forward and some of the mistakes that we've made uh, and the inconsistencies that we have can't show up especially when the margin as we've seen the last two weeks they're razor thin um, so that, that's how I would answer that but a great question. Matt, your defense has been really good at forcing turnovers. I know the margin isn't as lopsided as you'd like, but Orion with three forced fumbles leads the league. What's he doing? And be just how good has that group been in, in giving you guys opportunities that way? Well, I would say, especially in the second half, you know, what they have done in those turnovers, you know, um, especially you look at the Kansas game in general, it gave us a chance to win the game. Um, you know, I, I think obviously you're disappointed that the game didn't go the way you wanted it and there's some things that are tough but the reality for me and then I know I said this after the game even in the moment I can stomach it because what I watch from our seniors and you talk about the play Blake Clark makes on on Saturday man you if you really watch the game and see how Trevor Downing played in the game man you watch what Orion Vance does Kendall Jackson does Anthony Johnson does Reader does man like those guys are making big time plays in some critical moments that even when man we 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 drop the punt or we miss a field goal man our our kids they're continuing to play and give us a chance to win the game and so as the head coach you all you can do is ask for that from your great leadership and I have always believed when the best players and your seniors are playing their best football at some point no matter what the you know range of you know growth can be especially when you have such a young team man they're eventually going to catch up to that senior class as long as they continue to play at the rate they're playing and I think that's a really huge thing for me so um yes and and to answer your question on the defensive piece it's huge because those guys are giving you chances to go win the football game and they literally did that in the second half long kickoff return man we turn the ball back over we get the ball in the one yard line man drive it back put us right back in situation to go win the game you know the drop punt man we we create the turnover Kendall creates it um and so you know you just see guys making big time plays in big time moments and and that part's really rewarding and the gut punch is you're not winning the game because you feel like man those guys deserve the right to win the game and the reality is there's still some areas that we got to catch up and clean up to be able to win the football game what do you see from Adrian Martinez on film? What's allowed him to have success the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'd say the starting point there, you're, you're looking at an, a, another elite runner, elite athlete at the at the quarterback position. And, you know, I, I think, again, what you would say about 
Adrian is just watching him through his career. Man, the guy's played so much football. He's confident. He's, you know, things weren't going great early, and you feel like, man, he just kept plugging away at it. And now, man, the last two games, you would put his success up as good as anybody right now in the country at the quarterback position. So, you know, I, I think a guy that's really confident, a guy that certainly knows and understands what his role is, and, man, whether it's the running game or it's the ability in the passing game to, to get the ball where it needs to go, he's doing it at a really high rate right now. So great challenge. What's the process I guess the challenge for improving your special teams when when we ask you about special teams it's different than asking about offense and defense and that the field goal unit has nothing to do with the punt return unit has nothing to do with the kickoff unit how do you go after that when you've had issues you know at different parts across the board yeah you know I, I, I think the great thing about where we're at is I feel like we're finally at a great place schematically of where we want to be it's those aren't the issues the issues are you know the continued growth of some of the the people in those units and again I I still think when you're a little bit of a young football team you know where the youth will show up the most is on special teams at times and you know I I think again man it stinks it showed up a little bit on Saturday you know Uh, and again a guy that you have great faith in because you would say his maturity early in the season um, you know from just take the kicking game alone man probably won us some games you know probably gave us a chance to win um some big games early in the season so you know i i think that's part of the part of the reality and that's why it's a team game right it's man all three phases have to be playing really well um it's for you to win football games especially right now in this conference where you know you're not getting a bye to play a c game and win the football game you have to play a football and so you know i i don't I really don't think it's any different than offense and defense in the reality of it. You evaluate the players. You put the best players in practice in the game to to play the game. And, you know, you continue to try to make sure schematically you're putting those players in the best position to be successful. And that wasn't an issue. That wasn't the issue on Saturday. Dimitri Stanley seems to be having a bigger and bigger role. What's he giving your offense? Yeah, you know, I, I think the big thing for him is, you know, what I'm really excited about that he's done for us is he was a guy that came in and really had a great summer and a great fall camp. To watch him now have the ability to take the top off the defense at times, the ability to have strong hands and make the contested catch, those are things that I, I think will, will guide us moving forward. And I think the confidence that he's gained in the last two weeks, it, it's been really big, especially with the amount of coverages that we have seen shifting towards Xavier, you know, allowing him to, to really be a big threat for us. And Jalen continuing to play really well. I think those two guys continue to even out the offense at times for us. So uh, really excited about what those two have given us the last two weeks. Why is the, <clears throat> excuse me, why is the Big 12 so crazy right now? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think honestly, and, and this is, I, I've said this for the last couple of weeks, from top to bottom, you got good coaches, you've got, honestly, you got a lot of veteran quarterbacks in the league in terms of veteran football players. And, and quite honestly, you know, I, I don't know if there's a whole lot of disparity in terms of overall talent. Now, there's still some teams that got some elite talent, and you're going to have to play elite football to, to combat it. But Man, I, I really feel like there's just a lot of equality. And, you know, I think you're seeing it in the even just the representation of what the scores are on Saturday. It's not, you know, a lot to a little. It's it's Those are really close football games.
games across the board. And I haven't watched everybody to give a, a probably a, a valid answer on everybody, but that would be my overall take and certainly what it looks like from afar. I've not done any research on what I'm about to ask, so. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, okay. We're talking about getting under center or behind center. Um, <laughs> um, is the portal playing any part of what's going on right now with the Big 12, do you think? And like I said, I, I don't know who's transferred or who hasn't. Yeah, I think that's a, I, I, that, that'd be a great story. You know, I, I don't know, and that'd probably be a great research project. Like, I, man, I, I don't know. You know, I, I think for us, that's not really the world we've lived in a ton, even though you say, man, some of the guys that have come to us, um, man, through that process have been a huge help. You know, Reader and Stanley and some of those guys. So um, it. I would say probably throughout college football, it's changed the dynamic, it's changed the game. And, um, you know, I think it allows people to maybe reload rather than um, try to rebuild at times. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's a great it's a great comment. I know you've talked in the past about the respect you had for uh, Coach Schneider and obviously with uh, Coach Kleiman now. Are there comparisons that you can draw kind of in the makeup of these two programs? And obviously it, it is a rivalry that, that the fans really enjoy and everything like that. Like, do you – can you draw some of those comparisons there? Well, I, I think when you – you know, when you date back to Coach Schneider and, man, the research, talking through and with him, investment in kids, attitude and effort – belief and process I think those are all things that we worked really hard to build this process here at Iowa State with and so you know I, I think the foundational building blocks that have existed there and obviously coach Kleiman's success at North Dakota State and then certainly coming there uh, probably followed a very similar path to that process so you know I, I, I would say a lot of similarities um, you know we have the utmost respect for them and their program you know we talk a lot here about attitude and effort and you know believing those are the foundational building blocks to build a team and I think when you watch their team those are the things that jump out to you so um, yeah I, I think a lot of parallels in terms of how the infrastructure of the program's built. So Kansas State has a very strong defensive front. How do you adjust to that, especially with the injuries in the running back room? Yeah, you know, I, I think, again, we – geez, I feel like we've, we've – we continue to face some great defensive fronts, you know, really have for the last five weeks. And so, you know, I think that's prepared us to know where our strengths are, um, how to continue to evolve where we need to evolve. And um, again, I, I think the confidence of our offensive line continue to grow forward um, will, you know, gives us the opportunity to go compete against a, a really great front and a great front seven. One guy in that front seven stands out to me at least, and that's, I got to check the pronunciation. <laughs> Uh, and UDK Uzama <laughs> the D end three sacks the last game high level last year what threat does he pose just in his ability to disrupt in multiple ways yeah you know I, I think the thing that you respect first and foremost is you know I, I've always felt great defensive ends have to play the run first and then have to react and be able to play the pass and I, I think the one thing that I've been so impressed with him is his ability to do just that it's not just hey are you a great man are you a great guy that gets sacks that that's that's kind of like uh Man, that's a stat. But can you play the run? And usually the elite ones have the ability to play the run and they find their way into the sacks because their ability to, to adjust to it. And I think that's what's so impressive about him. I think that's what's allowing him to play at such a high rate for you know, his team right now. And again, last week, uh, phenomenal. You know, Phenomenal for the team. Maybe would have, was the difference in the game last week in a lot of ways. So uh, certainly somebody we have to understand where he's at, what he does, and, and certainly be prepared for him in the football game. 
How is it seems like Jalen's been able to, I don't know if it's substitute for the running game a little bit, but in the short passes, seven to 15 yards can really help you out. Is that something that, again, can't substitute, but you can utilize it continually as you try to work the run game more in? Yeah, I think you, you continue to evolve Jalen in as many ways as you can. You know, he is such a dynamic playmaker, you know, and I, I, what's his greatest strength is his greatest strength is ball in hand. And, you know, I, I, I still I still feel like we're only scratching the surface of Jalen Nolan every way as the punt returner, as the kick returner, as the ball carrier, as the receiver. And I, I think for him, you know, it's just continuing to grow, us continuing to find every way to give him the advantage to make a difference in the football game. Um, I thought he had some of those big plays last week, you know, really got us going at times. And we got to continue to find ways to get the, you know, it goes back to players formations plays, man. He's one of our best players and we got to continue to find the best ways to put the ball in his hands to have success. All right, guys, thank you. Thanks,